Hi, my name is Jamie Feidner, and this podcast is called The Question Corner. The question being, can we define a black play? What is African-American theater? In this podcast, we'll synthesize information from readings, as well as hear some text performances to explore five different themes we've addressed this semester. So to wrap up the podcast, let's talk about um, moving forward as August Wilson addresses in The Ground on Which I Stand. He writes, or he says, excuse me, There are and have always been two distinct and parallel traditions in black art, that is art that is conceived and designed to entertain white society and art that feeds the spirit and celebrates the life of black America by designing its strategies for survival and prosperity. Um, He says that there's this refusal to recognize that black creators and black artists are fueled by their own philosophies, histories, values, um, linguistics, and styles. Um, And he asks the general population um, and Black creators to be bold in their exploration of new systems of funding theaters specifically, um, including profit-making institutions. um, And he challenges Black artists and audiences to quote unquote, scale the walls erected by theater subscriptions to gain access to this vital area of spiritual enlightenment and enrichment that is theater. Um, So August Wilson really recognizes the power of theater as an educational tool. um, And he recognizes that it has the power to reach across divisions in society. So I guess the point that I was really trying to make with these podcasts kind of echoes Harry J. Alam, that the definition of what constitutes black theater um, will be and must be repeatedly reassessed and reconstituted and recognized as, as he says, dependent on the social and cultural context of the work um, as well as the artistic agency and agendas of theater practitioners. Um, So once again, it's completely dependent on the society around it. And there's no way to define one black experience. Um, There's no one way to identify black theater. It, um, it's about moving beyond now portraying blackness in in relation to whiteness, which which Alam also talks about in many of his essays, um, and rather portray just this vast diversity of black joy and black experience. In many of the newer plays that I read this semester, there's an implication from playwrights that the younger generation will continue this fight for equity and Uh, the spread of information and access to education and all of the themes that we've discussed in this podcast and throughout class. Um, One example being uh, the protests that happened in Blood at the Root, which is based on um, the actual story of the Gina Six, which you can look at my presentation if you'd like to know more, Um, as well as the subject matter of Pipeline. Um, Both of these plays are by Dominique Marceau. you know, Blood at the Root really questions our biased judicial system. Um, it talks about the intersections of marginalization and privilege. Um, and it's by students, which I think is really valuable for other students to read. It's just overall just a unique approach to 
exploring identity, um, especially for young people, I think it is very true. Um, and it calls into question um, the justice system from a moral standpoint and a legal standpoint, as well as opens up the table for discussion and criticism of our legal system um, and policing and its oppressive nature and racist roots. Um, and that's kind of the nature of some theater that's being created right now, uh, in addition to Pipeline, which uh, wrestles with the school to prison pipeline, which is a term uh, that's used to describe um, the harsh disciplinary policies in schools and law enforcement policies that um, work in tandem to essentially feed younger people in a pipeline um, into the criminal uh, punishment system, um, into prisons. Um, particularly black students. Um, and it talks about how black students are disproportionately disciplined in school, even though um, there's not necessarily any evidence for the fact that they are misbehaving more than their peers. Um, and Pipeline also addresses the idea that um, there zero tolerance zero tolerance policies in schools have led to further criminalization and incarceration for specifically students of color. Um, and many people say that the best way to prevent future incarceration is to invest in providing, once again, educational opportunities and widespread information um, and that's what Pipeline offers um, in the final um, scene. It's this list of um, instructions that Omari says to his mother, but ultimately to the audience as well. Um, so I'll play that right now. Um, I was thinking about what you said, Mom, about instructions. Yes. Constructions. Yeah. For me? For everybody. Like a list? Like a scripture. Oh, wow. I see. You want to hear? I'm dying to hear. One, hear me out. Two, let me chill sometimes. Three, no one to back off. Four, no one to keep pushing. Five, let me have some space. Six, don't assume me for the worst. Seven, show up in person. Eight, be fair. Nine, forgive that I'm not perfect. What's ten? Uh, I don't. I don't have a ten yet. He's good so far. Yeah. So far. Both pipeline and blood at the root leave us with a sense of hope 
in their ending monologues. Um, and once again, this list of instructions for ways to show up for the Black community and to continue to make space for more voices, both in the theater community and in society as a whole. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Um, I will link the uh, performances that I used in a work cited attached to the assignment. Uh, once again, thank you. <laughs>